You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Anna is here, and welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Today, I'm thinking about emergencies, or what I like to refer is more like life curveballs or curveballs that life throws at us. So my question for you today is how prepared are you for those life curveballs? Something happened yesterday that reminded me to really pause and reassess what I was doing, what I was thinking, and um, I think I was just running way too fast. So here's what, (laughs) it's a bit of an embarrassing story, but I just never thought it was going to happen to me. Anyway, so I was driving back home from an appointment um, about seven minutes away from our house, and I was listening to a podcast, it was a long drive, and then I was driving Yuri's car because we switched in the morning as um, I had a later appointment and couldn't pick up Liam, which I usually do when I was working from home, and so he ended up driving my car because the car seat is there, and... I drove his car. And so, yeah, some seven minutes away or so from our house and really focused on driving back because I gotta get back as I have an appointment um, to get on my Zoom, right? And all of a sudden I'm listening to the podcast and just really focused and all of a sudden I get this message, this loud message um, on the dashboard that uh, it says you are out of fuel. And I froze. I literally froze. And all of a sudden, I start to hear the car just kind of like, I was going pretty fast. I just came off the bridge and I was probably going like, I don't know, 60 miles an hour, if not more. So anyway, in that freezing moment where I was like, oh my God, what do I do now? I'm like barely off this bridge. So I quickly got myself together and pulled to the side of the shoulder on the left hand side and um, the car stopped. So I am laughing at this now, but I I just panicked. I'm like, this is the worst and the most embarrassing moment of my life. I would have never allowed to run out of gas um, like this. And yeah, I completely did not pay attention. I did not see any notifications on Yuri's car um, to, to really just like, tell me that the gas was not there. So it was not on my mind. Well... Um, the long story short, I actually, so I got on the phone right away, but the, but the funniest part of all of this too, is that my phone battery was about to die. So I was like, oh my God, I'm stuck on the side of the road and, um, my phone is about to die and there's no gas in the car. I got out of the car because I remember this from, I think my driving school. Um, I don't know if it was right or wrong, but I got out of the car and stood outside just in case, cause the car was so close to the, to the left lane that every time the car passed, the car was just like, you know, kind of like blown by the wind and, and shaken. 
call Yuri, I'm like, call Geico, um, our insurance company, and ask them to come and get me. Now, the reason I actually know that um, that service is available um, is because this happened to Yuri uh, actually not too long ago. But this is a story for another episode. So he calls Geico, and I sit there like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. They said they'll come within an hour. So I actually stay out, stay, I stand outside um, of the car. It's not cold, it's not hot, but it's like pretty much like in the middle of a highway uh, or highway that goes into a big bridge that goes across the Bay Bridge. <laughs> so, and then all of a sudden the cop comes by and he's like, what's happening? Um, I'm like, I ran out of gas. So he laughed at me, but um, he's, um, he asked me to go back inside the car put my seatbelt on and stay there. He called um, for somebody for help. So actually um, what ended up happening is that uh, the truck or the tow truck guy that had extra gas came much faster, like within 15 minutes. So basically from the start to finish, I was out of there like in 30 minutes. Amazing, amazing. So yeah, <laughs> it definitely was stressful, but why am, I, why am I sharing this with you, this with you today? And it really, kind of really gave me this pausing moment to ask myself this question like am I really going way too far too far too fast for everything that's happening and so how does this cross over into our finances and I think it's a very very simple and very easy example like last year all 2020 or most of 2020 was a great example of where all of a sudden unexpectedly due to unforeseen circumstances something can happen that may impact your overall financial life. And that's what happened to a lot of people last year. They found themselves in a very, very bad financial situation. And there was really, unfortunately, nothing they could do. So the one simple step that all of us can take is to revisit what is our emergency plan? Do we even have one? And when you think about emergencies financially, obviously it comes down to having access to money, right? And ideally, right, in the most ideal situation, you want to have those monies available to you like right the minute that you have that emergency but I, I I simply realized that that's not the case for everybody so think about if there is going to be that life situation or curveball that the life is going to throw at you what and how are you going to address it what if you lose a job what happens if you get sick and you can't work for a while and you don't really have disability insurance or any other supportive benefits to help you like put food on your table. What happens if your business suffers? Again, going back to 2020, we are not that far from there. What happens all of a sudden if the stock market crashes or the real estate market crashes and it goes down? Like how are you going to address those emergencies? So where do you have your reserves? If you have them, are they in a place that you can quickly put your hands on? Do you have them at all? And is this a good resetting point for you to think about um, what what is it that you can start doing? And going back to my example, <laughs> my situation with running out of gas, I bet you that the whole time driving back from that from that moment, I kept thinking in my head, okay, I'm going to Target on the weekend or Home Depot. I'm going to buy one of those plastic canisters and I'm going to put some gas in it. I'm going to keep it in Yuri's car. Um, I don't know why Yuri's car because this happened only in Yuri's car. So. Anyway, I was like, that's going to be my plan B. That's going to be my plan B. And so that this never has to happen to me. Going back to our finances, I'm going to give you some metrics to kind of think about. 
a good rule of thumb for, um, for having emergency reserves. So start to look at what your expenses are. What is it that you need to cover your just base, baseline needs? So three to six months worth of living expenses is what you want to at least shoot for. Last year alone has proved to a lot of us that even six months where were traditionally that's considered to be kind of on the high end um, was really not enough. So some of my clients challenged me. I remember saying, well, should we increase our emergency reserves to maybe nine months or 12 months? Yeah, I think you should, especially if you have a business, a business that potentially can suffer losses due to you know unforeseen circumstances. So my homework for you today is to review and discuss your emergency plan. If you're doing it by yourself, sit down and really look at where everything is at. If you're doing it with a significant other, then sit down and have a conversation. Where do you have your stash? Is it making you money? How much more do you need to add to that stash, right? How quickly can you get access to it? So that in case something really does happen, you are a lot more prepared. Um, and it's hard in the situations, in any situation when there's stress around, around you, it's hard to make good decisions. So these are just some of the steps um, that you can take. That's all I've got for you today. So next time, make sure you do fill up your gas tank um, and do have an extra <laughs> little canister in the back of your trunk. Uh, but as it comes to your finances, make sure that you are working on really understanding what is it that you need to have in terms of emergency reserves and how can you really tackle that if you haven't really accomplished that goal. Till next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss, thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.